Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. G'day. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. It is uh, Friday, the 10th of December, 2021. And this is a show called Better Than Yesterday, something on this show today, every show is designed to help you make today better than yesterday. There's hundreds of episodes that go back to 2013. I thoroughly recommend you checking some of them out. You can check out the Wednesday shows for a short version of some of the uh, the episodes from the past or the Monday shows when I'm here with a guest. And Fridays, it's just me and you just having a chat. And there's heaps of episodes on Fridays too. It's your first episode. I'm Osher. I'm a TV host. I'm a author. I'm a, a podcaster. I'm a current uh, mullet wearer. <laughs> um, I'm a uh, recipient of a hip replacement. <laughs> and um, I've been making this podcast since 2013 and I'm grateful to be here. It's always nice to hear from you. Send Osher email at gmail.com is how you get in touch with me. And also you can find me on Instagram. And it's lovely to, to hear from you and see where you listen to the episode. I love seeing where you listen to the episode. That's super cool. I, I just wanted to check in with you because something happened yesterday and I found it hilarious, okay? Because if you don't know, I'm approaching my 12th year of sobriety. So I'm 11 years and nine, six, nine, six months. 11 years and six months of of being sober. And a big part of sobriety is finding humility because in my experience, at least, my addiction was always justified by my ego. My behaviors were always justified by my ego, whether it be drinking or gambling or porn or, or whatever, or shopping. My behaviors were justified by my ego. I deserve this. I'm okay. I don't have a problem. I'm okay. And it was only once I had the humility to go, actually, I do have a problem. And the humility to go, actually, I shouldn't treat people the way I've been treating them, that my life started to get better. And my life is incredible, unbelievable, unrecognizable to how it was when I, when I first got sober. Don't get me wrong. I still battle with my ego every day. It still jumps in and says stuff, and then I have to go, oh, I apologize for it, <laughs> and I have to make amends, and I have to, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, that shot out of my mouth. Uh, you know, actually, that's me thinking I'm more important than I am. Uh, yep, no, you, 
yeah, and I still have to do a lot of work with it. It's better, but I still, it doesn't go away and I still have to kind of, but it travels with me, it travels with me everywhere. And last night was an amazing experience where I just, I basically, I got to witness my ego in full fucking force. Last night was the Actor Awards, which is the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Artists, I think. There's a lot of A's. And it's a big fucking deal, all right, because it's film and television and, you know, big Australian film. And it was huge, right, at the Opera House. And I was in the running for a favourite TV presenter, which is an audience choice award, and Masked Singer was in the running for a best entertainment, which is a Academy voted award. So it's people from within inside the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Artists, uh, people voting for a show. So we were up for two. I was up for one and the show was up for, uh, one of our shows was up for another one. And so it was very exciting and I went to, I got a limo, I went and got a haircut, all right, an actual haircut from Aiden who cuts my hair. I haven't seen him for months because of everything. And I went and got a haircut and then a limo picked me up from the hair salon. Oh, this is nice. Someone's getting a door for me. This is lovely. Getting the back of a limo and someone held an umbrella. So it's, my ego is just being just masturbated at this point. And it's only it's 12.30 in the day, right? Anyway, we get to Channel 10. And I see Melissa and Carla, Melissa who makes and designs all of this, the, the clothing that I wear and, and Carla who does all my hair and makeup. So anytime you see me on telly, not here on the podcast, anytime you see me on telly, you're seeing their work. That's what they do. They're, the visualization of their aesthetic and their hard work and professionalism is what you see. I have six identical black t-shirts some workout clothes and one pair of black jeans. That's what I wear. Everything you see is them. Anyway. So we got all ready and my hair and I had my fabulous suit and I had a matching mask made in the same fabric as a suit. It was fucking great. Anyway, then a a publicist comes and gets me and takes me by myself in a van, not a car, a six-seater van. And so I'm by myself with a publicist. Other people, there's one publicist for five people, right? Or, you know, there's, there's six people in a van and, you know, everyone's on different shows and there's one publicist. I had a van to myself with a publicist. My ego is just fucking loving this. That's right. It's like the old days. We pull, I like the old days. We pull up to the Sydney Opera House, right? The scene of the Australian Idol mega shows, right? Four million people watching, you know, unbelievable firework, confetti cannons, cocaine on the piano, read my book. And it was, I'm back. Walking down the forecourt, people are looking at me. I'm in a bright gold suit, right, with a matching thing. People are looking at me, my ego is going, that's right. People look at me because I'm a fucking famous person. Doopy doopy doo. And oh my God. We get to the reg. Hang on. Wait a second. Hold up. Earlier in the day, I was like, oh, today's ego day. Fuck. Fuck. Today's ego day. Because you're up for two awards. I'm up for two awards, right? I'm, I'm the person who's going to go up on stage and, and accept on behalf, right? And so you, I ne- we never win. We never, ever, ever win. I, ne- I, never, I never win anything and our shows never win. I don't know why. And I know that. But just in case, I've got to prepare something to say so I don't forget the really important people that make it happen. And so 
I opened up my phone and in between sets when I was training, I wrote down all the names of the people I wanted to thank and I wrote down a cool, funny opening line and I you know, I did two separate ones, one if I had to get up for my own one and one if I got up for the show and I was really proud of what I put together and I saw I'm but it's, it's, you know what it's like, and I knew this earlier in the day, I'm like, this is like when you buy a Powerball ticket and you know it's not going to come up, but in the last hour before the draw, you start spending the money in your head and then you've already bought the boat and the Lambo and, you know, the kids' high school education and apartments for everyone you know. And then when you don't win, you're disappointed because you know you've lost these imaginary things that you never had in the first place, right? So I'm walking towards the red carpet with the speeches in my head and I'm like, here, I fucking go. And I get in there and I check in, show my Vax thing, and then people are wanting to take my photo and ask about questions and all the cameras are pointing at me and da-da-da-da-da. And then the cameras point away and I'm like, oh, hang on, what, what? Oh, because Jack fucking Thompson's behind me and he's a superstar. Anyway, then I walk, you know, publicist and I, SJ, we walk up to another person and we're, you know, we're chatting to someone, we're having a good conversation and we're chatting to this journalist and all's going well. And then they start to wrap it up really fucking quickly. I'm like, what, what, what? And then I see the camera pan over my shoulder. I was like, oh, it's Sarah Snook. Sarah, the superstar. She's Shiv in Secession. Amazing Australian actress. Absolutely incredible. Like, of course, the camera pans over there. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm... I'm a shouty or whispery reality TV host from free-to-wear television in Australia and there's actual international megastars standing behind me. And so I was, it was funny because my ego was upset. I'm like, this is hilarious because I, I could feel the upsetness in my body. I'm like, this is funny. Like, I'm actually feeling upset about this. So I was able to observe it a bit, I guess. Anyway, we get inside and Russell fucking Crow walks out. And it's like, oh, fuck, that's right. This room is full of megastars and Sam Neill is there and Rachel Griffiths is there and Deb Mailman is there and it's just bonkers, right? And then the first award, oh, oh, that's right. So I'm sitting uh, in the Sydney Opera House, like where we did all the Idol finals, right? I'm sitting in the Sydney Opera House and I've got the living room behind me. So all four of them and their producer. Next to me, I've got a, a lovely young actor who was presenting an award later in the night. So he he sat next to me for the first two segments and we were able to have a bit of a chat and then he left. So, But I've got four empty seats to the right of me. And so I've got these four empty seats to the right of me. I've got an empty seat to the left of me. Then there's the aisle. And then living room, they're all hilarious. And Amanda got up to go and do something on stage. And then all those guys are like, let's, let's go grab a drink. We're not in this next segment. Let's go. So I've got five empty seats behind me, one empty seat next to me, four empty seats on the other side. The rest of the opera house is packed, right? And so there I am sitting by myself (laughs) in the middle of this massive award ceremony and the award for favourite presenter shows up and the nominees get read out and I'm not one of them, but I'm sitting right behind Tom Gleeson, who is one of them. And so they've got the cutaway shot, right, of his reaction. And there's Tom. I can see the camera pointing straight at Tom and my, I'm directly behind him in frame, right? I'm like, this is fucking amazing. I'm sitting by myself. There's no one around me. <laughs> I'm in this ridiculous suit. And I'm watching live as I don't get nominated for an award that I've prepared a speech for. <laughs> 
And it was amazing. My ego kept wanting to jump up and get angry and upset and I could feel it in my body and I could feel it being angry. I could feel my hand shaking and I was able to just kind of look at it and go, wow, this reaction is incredible. Like this kind of live, that was kind of more interesting than anything because I'm, if you know my story, you know, this idea of, you know, worthlessness or better, not good enough and, you know, everything was, is a part of my, my life and you know, a lot of people feel that way sometimes. And there it was. I'm not getting nominated for an award that I even made a fucking video on Instagram about it, right? I'm not getting nominated for an award that I, I, I knew I wasn't going to win. And I even made a speech for sitting alone at an award ceremony that is otherwise packed shoulder to shoulder with actual superstars from actual massive projects. And it was, look, it was an incredible exercise in trying to just be present to the live stream of my own ego and those thoughts and those wants and those feelings in my body. And it was, it was incredible, right? It was a, a little like when Wolfie wants to, you know, do something or play with his Play-Doh or something when it's, we're trying to wind down for bedtime and you just got to kindly go, no, man, it's bedtime. Now, I know you want to do that, but it's bedtime. Okay, Wolf, I understand that, but it's bedtime. I get it, mate, but it's bedtime. And you got just got to keep doing it. You just got to keep doing it. But that's what was happening. And it was incredible. It was incredible to be present to the disappointment and the sadness and the I could feel all that in my body. And um, I'm just really grateful that I was able to be separate from it and that there was a time in my life when that stuff would have led my the next month of my life with that resentment and disappointment that everybody else who was obviously better than me won. And I was able to kind of just go, oh yeah. But I guess the real great thing about it was I t texted the publicist that brought me there and I, and I said, because it was running late, award shows always run late. And I said, I was, I was going to skip the after party anyway. I said, look, is there any more things that we're up for? And they wrote back, no, we're not. And I said, okay, I've, I've got to go because it's George's last ever dance concert tonight. And they said, yeah, no worries. And, and so out I went. Tim uh, walked me out to the car, bless him. And um, I raced home, got out of my fancy suit, got out of my matching mask, took my makeup off, pulled on my one pair of jeans and one of my black T-shirts. And then with her parents, Audrey and I went and watched Georgia do her last ever dance concert um, with the dance school that she's been with since she was four. And, you know, I don't mean to sound tried or anything, but even if I had won an award that night, like watching Georgia, watching this incredible young woman perform one of the last rituals and rites of her childhood, this last kind of dance performance with this, you know, crew that's just meant for school kids. That was the, the, that's the real stuff. That's the greatest thing. And that was amazing. It truly, truly, truly was. And I just wanted to share that adventure with you because <laughs> it was, it was quite a night. It was quite a night. <laughs> anyway. Um, thanks for listening to my, my story of my ego. I'd like to thank, now I get to do my acceptance speech. I'd like to thank Melissa Byrne. My, um, oh, do you want to hear the line? I'll tell you the line. This is my opening line. If I won, I'd written it down. This is my opening line. First of all, I'd like to thank the three Ps, my psychologist, my psychiatrist, and my sponsor. <laughs>
<laughs> Most of all, I'd like to thank Andy Ma, my incredible audio producer that is working very hard this week to cut this stuff up. Um, Rachel Barrett, my EP, uh, Toe Hider on the music, Bree Steele on production and research, and you for listening. You're awesome. I'm back here on Monday with Eastie Britton. She's been on the show before. I can't wait for you to hear her again because she's written a new book and it's amazing. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Enjoy observing your ego. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Until I see you then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big